Welcome back to Morning Sin on FM 97.7, 77, 700, 70, 97, 7, KNFP. Now for your morning poem. Ode sung in the town hall, Concord, July 4, 1857, by Ralph Waldo Emerson. O oh, tenderly the haughty day fills his blue urn with fire. One morn is in the mighty heaven, and one in our desire. The cannon booms from town to town. Our pulses beat not less. The joy bells chime their tidings down, which children's voices bless. For he that flung the broad blue fold o'er mantling land and sea, one third part of the sky enrolled for the banner of the free. The men are ripe of Saxon kind to build an equal state, to take the statute from the mind and make of duty fate. United States, the ages plead, present and past in undersong. Go put your creed into your deed, nor speak with double tongue. For sea and land don't understand nor skies without a frown. Sea rights for which the one hand fights by the other cloven down. Be just at home, then write your scroll of honor o'er the sea, and bid the broad Atlantic roll a ferry of the free. And henceforth there shall be no chain save underneath the sea. The wires shall murmur through the main sweet songs of liberty. The conscious stars accord above, the waters wild below, and under, through the cable wove, her fiery errands go. For he that worketh high and wise, nor pauses in his plan, will take the sun out of the skies, ere freedom out of man. Now for your Pomona weather. Today is April 4th, 2020, Saturday. In Pomona, expected to be sunny with a high near 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Southwest winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, 
Increasing clouds with a low around 51 degrees. Southwest wind, again, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Sunday, a 40% chance of rain. Mostly cloudy with a high near 65. Sunday night, a chance of rain, then rain and possibly a thunderstorm after 11 p.m. Low around 51 degrees. Chance of precipitation is 80%. You can be expecting a chance of rain next week, Monday through Thursday. And returning the sun by Friday. And now, weather for some of our international listeners. This one's for Perth. Australia. Sunday, cloudy, with a high of 26 degrees Celsius and a low of 19 degrees Celsius. Humidity, 49%. Monday, partly cloudy, high of 32 degrees Celsius, low of 20 degrees Celsius. Weekly highs staying stable. Tuesday sunny. Wednesday, Thursday, partly cloudy. Cooling down over the weekend. 28 degrees Celsius Saturday for the high with a low of 17. And Sunday. A high of 26 degrees and a low of 14. I'm Julian Andrews, and with me, as always, Eric Santos on the synthesizer, bringing us some tasty licks. This morning we're drinking coffee, as we usually do. This time, among many others, 
We're drinking that coffee out of some mugs. Eric is drinking right now out of a mug that's been handcrafted and hand-painted in Africa. Brought to us by our good friend Tyler. I, on the other hand, am drinking out of a mass-produced mug that has Cal Poly Pomona printed on the face. to support us in our morning caffeine we have a large thermos with warm coffee so we can have a refill and continue hanging out with you now for some news regarding the CARES Act. If you might be receiving a check from the government from the CARES Act, the timeline for receiving those checks is finally being shared. Something to keep in mind is that the way you receive your check is dependent on your information provided to the IRS. If you have filed your taxes for 2018, have filed for 2019, then you shall be expecting to receive a check. If you have not filed yet and you would like to receive a check and your income is eligible, then you can file your 2019 tax returns in order to be eligible. If you are willing and able, you can use direct deposit, which should th speed things up a little bit. Now for the timeline. Individual taxpayers with incomes of $10,000 or less will likely have checks mailed on April 
24th, 2020. Earners of $20,000 or less. Checks should be in the mail by May 1st. $30,000 or less. Checks should be mailed out May 8th. $40,000 or less. May 15th. After that, they'll be increasing in increments of $10,000 of earned income each week following. Joint taxpayer checks for those who make less than $198,000 together. Checks shall be issued on September 4th. And all others eligible, their checks will be sent out September 11th. If we have any new information, we'll be sure to let you know. Top 10 fun facts about walruses. Item 1. Walruses 
have large tusks, despite which biological sex they are. However, like people, the dominant male will have the largest tusk. 3. Walruses are big and heavy. Like, super big and heavy. I'm talking big-time bellies. Although they can be the size of a small car, they do not like being driven around like one. Three. Again. Walruses, despite their massive and ungodly size, eat small critters, such as soft-shelled crabs. Number one. Soft-shelled crabs have a general sweet flavor. Mollusks. Number one. Mollusks have a ridiculous name. And other bottom feeders. Number one. Item A. Walruses do not participate in the stock market, as far as we know. Number 13. Walruses can live to be around 40 years old. In human years, humans are also able to live around 40 years old. Item Walrus. Walruses are easily startled and highly susceptible to the effects of climate change. Maybe the next time you're reaching for some firecrackers or burning trash in your backyard, stop, wait for a second, and consider how your actions could affect the humble walrus. Please send us your favorite walrus noise through an Instagram direct message, email, face-to-face, -face, or a self-addressed and stamped envelope so we can send you a list of other ways you can send us walrus noises. Happy birthday. You know who you are.
And now for a public service announcement. Don't travel. Now that we've made it to episode three of Morning Synth, we'd like to thank a few of our top sponsors. Number one, Air. Number two, Food. Number three, Water. Thank you. Speaking of traveling, during today's episode, we're going to be having a couple callers on. Let's go to our first caller. Hello, Marco. This is Julian with Morning Synth. How you doing? Doing amazing. How about you? Doing pretty good. All right. So in the last couple of minutes, we've been talking a little bit about travel, and you're living in Austin, Texas. So we wanted to ask you, what are your favorite things to do in Austin, Texas? Well, let's see. There's a lot of food. That's one of the main reasons I moved here. Um... The barbecue is great. Um, anything downtown is really fun. Um, 
there's a lot of water stuff like outdoorsy trails and stuff like that and all the information's pretty like it's readily available pretty much everywhere but yeah it's it's super touristy you can go um to the capitol the capitol building's really cool um you can walk all throughout it um let's see shopping there's a lot of uh, mom and pop shops selling you know um local artist stuff and um you know yeah. Hopefully we haven't lost you. You still there? Hello? Hello. Yeah, sorry. My uh, Amber Alert went off. Oh, no. I hope everything is okay. <laughs> no, everything's good. Everything's good. <laughs> but, yeah, so um, a lot of food. Uh, one of my favorite places to go here is uh, Black's Barbecue. Um it's, in my opinion, the best barbecue here. The locals probably will disagree, but it really is the best. Um, so, yeah. The, what were you going to say? When you go there, what do you order? Or what do you suggest um, that our listeners should try if they ever get to go there? Well, uh, brisket. The brisket anywhere here in Austin is, like, the main barbecue uh, like item to try. Okay. So usually, uh, whenever I go with um, my fiance, we get um, a quarter pound of brisket, a quarter pound of beef rib, or no, not beef rib, uh, pork rib, um, and uh, some sausage links. And their sides are pretty good. So they're cream of corn, the, um, uh, let's see, what else? Oh, I mean the corn, the uh, string beans, and mashed potatoes, I mean, it's out of this world. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. We're pretty but, excited, uh, too. Um, here on Morning Synth, we're actually sponsored by food. So <laughs> thank you for sharing. For sure. Dude, food has always always been my, my number one. Yeah, um, it's something to enjoy and something to savor. For sure. How's everything uh, going over there? Thing, in P-Town. Things are going well here in P-Town. It's nice and chilly this morning, and my hands are cold. Yeah, it's about 40, 43 degrees out today here in Austin. Sounds like it's colder there than it is here. Yeah, it's it's uh, but it comes and goes. Like, the, the weather is so sporadic. So, yesterday was nice and sunny. It was probably in the 80s, and then all of a sudden we get this uh, rainstorm really loud last night um uh that kept us up but yeah a typical storm in austin do you experience a lot of thunderstorms and lightning storms yes a lot do you enjoy them yeah that's the second reason why i moved to austin was the weather the food and the storms yep food and just a variation uh, weather instead of just uh, Coachella Valley, 120 degree heat, and then in the off months, you know, it being really nice, but it's just kind of a whirlwind over here. We don't know what we're gonna get. I think it's interesting too when people hear 120 degrees, it sounds kind of like a lie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and when it's, it's no joke when you open that door, 
you know, and you get hit with 120 degrees just, and it just tires you out so quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I, definitely something I don't miss about the desert, but you know, it's home. That is true. Home for me too. And so Marco, you're a professional auto mechanic and we were wondering, um, we're not driving our cars much here in California right now. And do you have any tips to help keep our cars in good shape during this time? Well, I guess the main thing is knowing when you had your car serviced and when you have that information, you can, you know, base the rest of the stuff off of when you need to get it done. So like, you know, check your oil level. A lot of people drive around with, um, you know, a, a less than ideal amount of oil in their engines without knowing and you can cause internal damage if you don't have uh, the right amount of oil in there so check your oil usually it's a dipstick or it's in your uh, radio in some cars um, check your tires just make sure you don't have any nails or or any gashes or bubbles sticking out of the side of the tires I've had countless customers come in and they have no idea there's a giant bubble in the in the tire you know so check your tires out make sure that's cool um it's always a good idea to check your lights you know reverse lamps uh brake lamps brake lamps are um you know really high on that list just because you can get pulled over for that and that sucks so you know just make sure you have all your uh, equipment working like it's supposed to and you'll be good and obviously if you have any lights on your dash so a check engine light you know uh whether or not your uh, car is really malfunctioning, it'll have a check engine light on. So, you know, get that checked out and, you know, don't be a dummy, check on it, you know? I think that's great advice. And we really appreciate you being on the show today, um, sharing some amazing tips about the food in Austin and a little bit about how to keep your car in good shape. Um, We look forward to talking to you again soon. All right, bud. Well, I'll see you guys later. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Before the call, Marco sent in tip on automatic transmissions. When installing an automatic transmission, you must align the oblong hole on the flywheel with the threaded holes of the torque converter. Failure to do so will not allow the remaining torque converter bolts to thread in. Thank you, Marco. For anyone who might not know what the word oblong means, here are things that aren't oblong. Number one, the color red. Number two, the word red. Number three, a triangle. Number four, 
my pillow. Number five, the Great Depression. Number six, we are in a Great Depression. Next up, we'll be going to another caller. Hello, Josh. This is Julian and Eric with Morning Synth. Hello, Julian Hello. and Eric. We have a few questions for you this morning. All right. All right. Number one, have you ever been so far as to do more like? Been so far as to do more like? No, yes. Agrees. Number two, on a scale of one to ten, how likely that you are while taking matters inside of something as intricate as it is? Hmm. Seven, yes. That's pretty high. Interesting. Number three. Has an omelette ever been close to minding a way that isn't where it falls near the way that it is? No, definitely not. That's, that's an absolute no. Omelette, omelette, omelette. I am feeling on the same way. Good. Well, thank you so much, Josh. How are you enjoying the weather today? It's really coffee. Really coffee? Yeah. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. How many coffees have you had, Julian? How many coffees have I had? Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Zebra. Coffee, zebra. Yes. Seven. No yes. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Overcast. Omelet. The most delicious type. Mm. Well, thank you so much, Josh, for being on the show this morning, and we hope you have a great rest of your day. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you.
Have you ever eaten a meter-long hot dog? ever locked eyes with someone in another car while waiting in traffic at a red light? sent an email with an attachment and after sending that email realized that you didn't attach the attachment
Have you ever been in love? Bad posture is characterized by bad positions of the spine. These bad positions apply additional harmful stresses on the surrounding parts of the body. Bad posture can be represented as a forward tilt of the head, slouching, or generally lazy spinal position. Good posture could be described as more upright and erect. With our increase in personal computer and television time, we have been focusing on improving our posture. When sitting, I like to drop my shoulders and squeeze my shoulder blades together for a couple of breaths. Kind of like pretending that I'm giving a small critter on my back a hug with just my shoulder blades.
Morning Synth is brought to you by food. And the food for today's episode is what we call crazy noodles. To make crazy noodles, we start with a big pot. For four people, we used four packets of top ramen. In our case, we used two soy sauce, one chicken, and one sriracha chicken top ramen packets. Boil two cups of water for each packet of top ramen using instructions from back of packet. Discard water after boiling pasta using a colander. Next, Let's chop some veggies. We used the following veggies. Broccoli, onion, bell pepper, Anaheim pepper, mushrooms, garlic, salt and pepper. You can use as much as you want. After chopping those veggies, we fry in a wok for some time using vegetable oil. Eventually, add spicy Thai chili sauce into the wok and continue to fry. Now add your noodles to the wok and continue to fry, mixing vigorously. After you've mixed vigorously, let sit. Let sit. Please let it sit. You want the noodles to be slightly crispy, but not crispy. Just slightly crispy. Cook a protein. Then add it to the wok. Favorite protein options include spicy sausage, tofu, egg, serve with sweet and sour sauce, and enjoy with your favorite utensil. In the comments below, let us know what your favorite utensil is.
Play-Doh was a large part of my childhood. It is the only thing I've ever smiled. The only thing I've ever smelled that I immediately fell in love with. It is weird and goopy and very malleable, like a reminder of many summers past. Play-Doh is made by a company you've probably never heard of, Hasbro. According to their website, there is enough Play-Doh compound in existence to create a 700 million pound ball of Play-Doh alone. Considering that I weigh one Julian, that's at least 10 Julians. At least. Play-Doh is supposedly composed of water, flour, and salt. This means that it might be considered a food, but much like water, flour and salt alone are somewhat edible. However, these things alone, a pizza does not make. going to be bringing you some etymology. Etymology is the study of the origin of words and the way in which their meanings have changed throughout history. Today's word is entropy. Brought to you by edomonline.com. Entropy is the measure of the disorder of a system. And the term dates back to 1865. Entropy was coined by German physicist Rudolf Clausius in his work on the laws of thermodynamics. The way in which heat moves from one place to another. The term is derived from the Greek word entropia, meaning a turning toward. En, meaning in, and trope, meaning a turning, a transformation. 
which comes from the Proto-Indo-European root trep, to turn. In summary, entropy, the transformation contents. Morning synth, food for thought, and coffee for your ears. On our next episode, we'll be talking about things. synth on FM 97.7, 7, 347, 65,000,000, KNFP.